guys, you're listening to Confessions of a Gym Rat, getting you through the nine to five as healthily and happily as possible. Um, Happy New Year. (laughs) I guess 2024 is here. I was a little bit sad to see 2023 go because it was such a fantastic year, but we're just going to keep that energy through through this new year. If you are watching on YouTube, you could see that our, I have a little bit of an addition to my background now, and that is because my dear friend, Steven, let me just get myself a little, a little comfortable here. I should always do this before I start recording, and then I don't. All right. My dear friend, Steven, got me my very own Lifts with Liz Eras Tour poster for our Secret Santa. So it's right behind me. The top picture in the green is jarring because that is from when I was literally 18 years old. Um, And then the rest of them are kind of just scattered uh, mostly throughout this year. But it's so cool. When he gave it to me, I screamed out loud. And then I had to carry it with me in the office. But that's that's not the point. Um, Anyway, I am recording this on New Year's Eve so it could come out for you guys at a proper time. I thought that we would k- kick off the year. Kind of kind of speaking to hesitations that you might have getting started in the gym and all that, but before that I got to give you I got to give you guys the recap of the week. Um this week I have chose to spend a lot of time listening to John Mayer. And this is not new. Like I've always been a John Mayer girly, but I've been doing this thing lately where I just get like, like I'll listen to one artist and that's the only artist I can stand to listen to. And it'll just be like nonstop every time I'm in the car. And then on, on shuffle or something, another one of the artists that I love will come on and I'm like, oh my God, I got to only listen to this artist. So my so-called flavor of the week is John Mayer this week. I have been listening to a lot of Jonas Brothers, but somehow I pulled myself out of that hole And I had a thought because I got really deep um, stalking him on Instagram last night, looking up his whole history of his girlfriends. I could have been sleeping, but I was familiarizing myself with John Mayer as well as I could. And he has this post from, I don't even know how far deep I was, but it speaks to his Born and Raised album. And I love that album. You know, I, I, um, I mean, Queen of California... And something like Olivia are two of my favorite songs from him. But in his caption, he was like, you know, I'm not really one for celebrating like my album's birthdays or anything, but this album was super special. It's something that like I didn't take many pictures for. People didn't like it as much because it wasn't as similar to my old music. And it just got me thinking like the cool thing about artists who have been around for a while is that like their later music is so often so unique and and therefore like the most special because they've already been established. Their big concern isn't necessarily, okay, what am I going to put on here that's going to top the charts, you know, and be like a pop single and be played on the radio. It's like, no, I've been doing this for years. I'm financially secure. And now I have the chance to make the music that I really want to make. And that's how I feel about that. And the Sob Rock album is his last album. 
that one's like a little bit it's just a collection of like soft rock songs it's a little bit gloomy though so if you're in a bad mood it might bring you down um but his later songs you could just tell are less like okay I didn't put this one in here because I wanted to be a single I made this because I've always wanted to experiment with this type of music the same thing with like folklore and evermore that Taylor Swift wrote during the pandemic it was more of like okay I'm gonna release these because they're freaking good and I was bored and I wanted to experiment because I've always liked this kind of music and so she did I mean she did have singles come from it of course it's Taylor Swift she's never gonna not but it was something she hadn't done before you know I'm getting real into it but I don't know I was just I was listening to still feel like your man And that's what really got me today. John Mayer can play a freaking guitar. I wish. I taught myself guitar when I was a kid. And I was all right at it. Like I could do the basics. But I have really small hands. And because I was teaching myself, there were some chords that I just couldn't get. Like the F chord. No. Anytime you have to like bar your hand, like that's when your finger goes across the whole neck. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. And hearing the guitar and seeing people like play the guitar and sing is just a whole, if you don't, if you've never played an instrument, I just don't think that you understand it, you know? So that's my John Mayer Mayer rant. Uh, If you're watching on YouTube as well, you'll probably see that I'm pretty marked up here. Let me move my hair. I've got a nice little purple marks all over me and that is because I'm not feeling my best and I'm not telling you this to complain I'm telling it to you one to address the dark circles on my arm and two to kind of teach you guys a little lesson or offer you some advice if you will a few months ago god it had to be like two months ago or so I I was having this pain in my shoulder and my bicep like anytime I curled something it would hurt and then it started going down in my hand so John helped me work through it um put like the stim glove on it and it went away and you know I kind of backed off on it took a little bit of a rest and it went away and then it started bothering me again this week and I was doing shoulders the other day and it really like the lateral raises I was like all right this is like shooting down like my whole bicep I gotta stop So he did the stim on me. It was fine for that day, but it's since gotten worse. It's very like my bicep is very tender to the touch and it just hurts a lot. I don't know. I asked him if he thinks it's a nerve thing. He said probably not. It's probably like a not like an actual tear, but something like close to it. So Ty at my gym, who does a lot of my photos and stuff, just got certified in cupping and he went all over my shoulder and my back just because you know you could always stand to have your back done and my trap let's see if you guys could see this over here you can kind of see it. it's really dark so I asked him I was like okay so obviously I know that this is a recovery method I've had it done to me before but I haven't actually had it explained what does it do and he was like well that's a really good question Obviously, you know, like the Kylie Jenner lip challenge that people were doing a few years ago where they stuck something on their lips and then it kind of blew up and was red on the outside and would leave a red mark. That's what these cups do. He puts them on, he pumps it, like screws it kind of with like a little pump 
and then lets it sit sit there. And what it does is it t- concentrates like the blood flow in that area. And the overall goal is to normalize the blood flow. You know, if your blood's not distributed evenly and whatnot, because that's a huge part to muscle recovery. So the darker that the circle is when you take the cup off, that means that that blood is stagnant. It's not moving the way that it should be moving. And then if it's like I have one on my bicep that you can kind of just see, like if you guys are looking on YouTube, you can barely see it. It almost looks like a funky rash, whatever. The blood flow on my biceps flowing better than it is on my shoulder. And then one last little note on on the whole cupping thing. He started working on my traps because my traps are, oh my God, I'm feeling them right now and it's just not well. It's not well at all. Oh my God. Um, Okay, back to business here. I'm recording a podcast. He worked on my left trap and was like, all right, move your neck. And it freaking hurt to turn my neck left. Like it hurt a lot. And then he moved to, or I'm sorry, that was my right trap. He moved to my left trap, which is the side the shoulders bothering me. And it felt a little bit better. Apparently, and I don't know the science behind this. So I'm going to have to ask like John and get back to you guys next week. Apparently the opposite trap will affect the opposite shoulder. So because my right trap is all jacked up, it's probably affecting my left shoulder. I don't know the science behind it. I got to look it up um, and I'll, I'll let you guys know. One thing that I did notice that I, I have been hyper aware of lately is that I am constantly shrugging my shoulders. When I sit and I'm on the computer, I'm shrugging my shoulders. When I'm like cold, I'm shrugging my shoulders. It's really hard too to do exercises like lateral raises and keep your shoulders down. And I think that's irritating my traps. So my challenge for you is to kind of be conscious of that this week. Like when you're exercising or when you're sitting and stuff and see how often that your shoulders are like up to your chin, your jawline, not good. Anyway, though, the last tidbit on this, um, I said to John, what do I do? Like, obviously I know to rest it, but what do I do to make this better? So I'm going to share his little tips for me. He He advised me to move the muscle in a way that's going to rehab it instead of just staying stagnant. So performing the reps that I would do with partial motion, you want to keep the muscle in the short position because lengthened is when it's bothering me. So when I'm in like a bicep curl, and I'm in the short position, which means I'm in like the full curl. It bothers me less than if the weight's fully extended and then pulling on my bicep down. And then with the lateral raises, it was like, okay, let's see how far you can go up before feeling the pain. Stop there. So that was one change we're making. And then the second change is instead of breaking up my splits like shoulder day, back and bias day, I'm just going to do upper body days until I feel better. Just a little bit of this, a little bit of that, instead of like, okay, let's have a full pull day, even though my pull muscle is bothering me. So that's what we're doing. I am going to have to cut it back, which is going to be a struggle, but whatever. I get a lot of questions on like, what do you do dealing with injuries? Like it's such a mental block as well. And it is like, I'm trying to grow my shoulders this winter. So I'm not really pleased that my shoulder's bothering me. 
But if I ignore it and push through it, I'm just going to be half assing and giving half my effort longer than if I just let it recover and then was able to go back in full force. And it really takes discipline. Like nothing magic that I say or do is going to make you be like, wow, I'm enlightened. Like, thank you so much. Now I'm never going to be sad about having an injury ever again. Like, no, that's not the reality of it. The reality of it is discipline. And now I'm going on a whole little tangent here, but the same thing goes with working out. People are like, how do you find the motivation to do this every day? I'm like, it's, it's honestly not motivation. It's discipline. It's something that I have to do. I have to wake up and brush my teeth every morning. I have to wake up and put clothes on before I go outside. Discipline. You know, do I want to brush my teeth every morning? Like not necessarily like or at night, like sometimes I'm really tired and would love to just go to bed. But no, it's like not negotiable. But now I'm getting on a tangent now. One last thing I'll say before we get into the weekly highlights, the Jonas Brothers, when I went to their, yes, I'm talking about the Jonas Brothers again. Okay. When I went to the second show at Prudential, which just upon reflection, I'd like to say that that was such a valid and worth my money experience. Um, they started singing the new, their new song Stronger with Bailey Zimmerman and they mentioned something before, like, oh, we're like, we're going to be performing New Year's Eve. We're filming this like to be played on CNN for New Year's Eve. Um, so you might see a lot of cameras around. And I saw the cameraman like up in my face and I'm like, I'm sitting there, I'm dancing. I was like, nice. I'm probably going to probably going to be in a little Jonas Brothers video. OK, I like this. Like maybe that's how I get them to know that I exist. And then they posted it and it just wasn't that song at all like they I, they chose to sing or they shared I guess celebrate instead I don't know I don't yeah I don't know I guess maybe the stronger one didn't come out good the video didn't come out good or whatever but I was um mildly disappointed because I thought that I was really confident really confident that I was about to have my Jonas Brothers like five minutes of fame and I didn't so best best of luck I guess for me this year well we will try again but I'm gonna I'm gonna cut myself off there before I start rambling about the Jonas Brothers for another hour and without further ado let's get into this week's episode all right let's get into some weekly highlights honestly as far as health and fitness goes, this was a really off week for me, um, and partially because of my shoulder and just not being able to like perform to my best ability. And the second, like, I don't know, I, I've had the junk food line, around. we've had the Christmas sweets, I've been eating it. It's don't be hard on yourself if you have had an off week. You know, some of my clients have messaged me and they're like it's so hard to like stay away from this stuff. And I'm like, listen, I totally agree. And it does come down to discipline, like we talked before, but it's January now, you know, the holiday treats are gone. Fresh start. Let's move forward with it. So while it wasn't the best and healthiest week of my life, one, I do think that that's important to reflect on. And instead of just being in denial about it, like, okay, I will be better this week. And Two, 
I was still able to make some pretty good things happen. This week, I hit a personal best on the pendulum squat. And if your gym doesn't have a pendulum squat, which the chances are that it probably doesn't, it's exactly what it looks like, a pendulum. It swings, kind of. I think sometimes people call them swing squats as well. It's it's a killer on the quads, I will say. That thing will make you question life. And the most that I had gone up, I did two plates last week on it, and I was feeling pretty good. I was feeling pretty good. And then this week, I kind of sold myself short a little bit. I had two plates and a 10 on it, and I went for five reps. I felt good. The next set, I only did three reps. I think I could have had another one or two in me, but I just... I don't know. I got nervous. I I chickened out. I chickened out, honestly. So my friend came up to me and was like, "Mm, you had more in that. And I was like, oh, oh, well. And he was like, no, you're going to do another set. Like, let's go. So I was like, all right. And he pushed me through to 10, I believe. Honestly, this whole week has been a blur. So it was either 10 or 12. He, He helped me. I think the part where I was struggling was when I hit the bottom, like that initial getting back up. I needed him there for that, but it's 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 great to have those people in the gym when you need them. Sometimes I'm like, F off. I'm doing this by myself. Like, I don't want your help. I don't want anyone's help. And sometimes I'm like, you know what? I wasn't going to do that on my own. I literally stopped at three reps, but you being there to help me and just get me through those, I did 10. So... That was my health and fitness related highlight. My non-health and fitness related highlight? Hmm. I mean, I could just go and say that I had the whole week off of work and that was beautiful. I honestly, I think one of my non-health and fitness related highlight would be, um, I like kind of babysat this week. Uh, the owner of my gym has like a two-year-old and the mom was there and stuff or whatever, but she was taking care of their newborn. So I got to hang out with this sweet little girl and just watch Frozen for an hour (laughs) at the gym before I worked out or anything. And let me tell you, there's something so embarrassing about someone's kid or like dog not liking you or like not even like not liking you, but you being like, oh, can I have a high five or something? And they just like run away. I was very... It, it it validated me, I'll say. It validated me to have her sit on my lap for an hour without causing a fuss, just watching TV. And there and that's like such a cute age too, where she could say some things, but not a lot of things. Once they start talking, man, it's like, yeah, I don't know. You're, I don't know. You're in for trouble. Definitely not ready for one of those of my own anytime soon. But it was nice hanging out with a tiny little person, so innocent just loves princesses. Honestly, I relate. But yeah, those were my weekly uh, highlights for the week. So I encourage you to kind of reflect and look back, especially this week as we head into the new year, what your weekly highlights were, maybe what your highlights of last year were and how you could make those happen again. Because even if nothing special happened in the week, even if you had a week of shitty workouts and eating holiday food, there's still some good in it. And that was sappy. (laughs) But it's true. Alrighty, so with the new year starting and all that, I thought that it would be a good use of my time and your time for me to sit down here and kind of address like 
problems you may run into being a beginner in the gym and how to combat them and just get rid of that scary new gym because I'll say it I am what this will be oh god I'm gonna sound so old seven years into my fitness journey which god that number keeps growing and it's frightening um seven years into my fitness journey and stuff and I still get nervous when I go to a new gym like when I, I'm just thinking about when I was in Texas this past fall and I was show I showed up to lift ATX and I got like I, I got a little nervous you know like it's not my usual place I don't know the lay of the land I don't know the culture I don't want to overstep and I told you guys about when I was in Gold's uh what in December and that guy came up to me and was like hey this is as much as your place as it is anyone else's I am here to help you shake that feeling and make as much progress as you can as quickly as you can because we all know that this is a journey. Nothing lasting will happen quickly, but if I could speed up your educational process and help you learn quicker than I did, then I'm here for it. So I've got a few little tips and pieces of advice for you. First one is to do your basic research beforehand. Like, I'm not saying you got to be all up in menshealth.com or whatever or bodybuilding.com, but know what the basic exercises are. Know that, you know, a lunges target your quads. Like, know that a a dumbbell row targets your back and just kind of know where those muscle groups are. I'm not going to ask you to know every single muscle on the back and what they're called and where they are because there's a ton of them. But just know, you know, you like where are your delts? What are deltoids? You know, quadriceps, hamstrings, those are pretty easy. Glutes are pretty easy. Um, your pectorals, your lats, what do those mean? And I'll, you, now that I'm thinking about it, I guess I should tell you if you don't know. So this is your basic research. <laughs> deltoids are the shoulders. You have the, there's three parts of the deltoids. You have the anterior deltoid, which is what front raises target. You have the medial deltoid, which is the side part, the part that sticks out of the shoulder. And that is what lateral raises target. And then you have the posterior deltoid, which is on the tip de top of your back, the behind of your shoulder. And that's what rear delt flies um, target. It's very easy. Anteriors front, posteriors back, medial, right in the middle. Your pectorals or your chest muscles. Exercises like incline, anything incline will target your upper pectorals, the upper part. Any flat-based chest movements will target the whole muscle, and any decline movements will target the bottom part. And then that's really, those are really the two hard ones. And then your lats, your latissimus dorsi, if you will. (laughs) I hated the way I just said that whatever your lats are on your back and they're pretty big muscle and they go pretty far down the sides of your back almost like the lateral line of your back so if you are hearing words like a lat pull down know that that's targeting your back delts are your shoulders pecs are your chest and then i mean if you don't know what your quads and hamstrings are then i that's a pretty easy one come on you gotta you gotta know that one that's my first piece of advice. Second, know your limits. And you might be like, wow, how? When 
uh, us personal trainers, and it varies kind of based on where you work, have an intake assessment when we start training with in-person clients that tells us their capabilities, you know, and their incapabilities. And some things that you could do on your own is test your body weight squat. Look to see if you're leaning over. Look to see if your heels rise. You know, try and clasp your hands and then bend over, letting them fall. That'll test your shoulder mobility. So just going through little exercises like that and before you get into the gym, being like, okay, I know that I feel pain in my shoulder when doing this. I know that my hip flexors are tight, stuff like that. Or I know that I had a previous injury and now I can't do X, Y, Z. That's That will help you. I mean, it'll just save you time and injury. And then, you know, if you kind of come to this realization of, a, oh, fuck, I can't do shit. That's when maybe we get a physical therapist or a trainer involved. Let's see. Moving on. One big tip is to look at the gym that you're interested in online beforehand. I always do this, especially on Instagram. Whenever I'm traveling and I go to a new gym, I always look up pictures of it on social media so I could see the layout. So I know when I go in, like, I'm not like, whoa, where the hell am I? You know, I'll walk in and be like, all right, I know that the dumbbells are over there and the cardio is over there, like, or I know what machines that they have. So when I'm planning my workout, I know what they got. I'm not, I'm not really thrown off guard, you know? And you're not going to see the whole gym. It's not going to be the whole experience. Some gyms, like I know crunches, a lot of them have virtual walkthroughs online. But for me, like I just feel so much more comfortable when I know like what I'm entering physically. Hmm. Other than that, let's see what other tips. Write your workouts out beforehand. Go into the gym with a plan. That is a big one. You know, I wasted so much time just lottie dying around. Um without a set plan and then being like, oh, why am I not seeing growth or whatever? And it's because I was just literally just picking and choosing, like floating through the gym being like, yeah, that's open. I'm going to do that. Okay. Maybe I'll do this next. Wait, how many exercises did I do? So if you don't want to waste your time, I would recommend writing out your workouts beforehand. You can save some of mine. I, that is what I literally post them for. Another tip, be mindful of how many exercises that you're doing. I typically do about 20, I would say I do about 20 sets total, around 20 sets in my workout. So it's like five exercises for four sets, somewhere around the 20 to 25 range, you know, including warm-up sets and whatnot. But you don't want to overwork your muscles. That's another mistake I had. Being like going into the gym and being like, oh, well, if I'm trying to target my biceps, I should do this type of curl and that type of curl and this type of curl and that type of curl. And if I left without doing, let's say, the preacher curl, I'd be like, ah, what I'm missing those gains. When really, I was just overtiring my muscles. Your muscles need to rest. You know, if we overwork them, they're going to have a harder and longer time recovering. So try and stick in between the 20 to 25 rep range. That's a huge piece of advice. All right, here's a big one for the procrastinators. Write out 
when you're going to go to the gym before the week starts. I think I've said this a million times on my podcast, but I'm going to keep saying it until the day I die. Find what works for your schedule, commit to it, and then make that a part of your routine. I know that on Tuesdays when I leave the office, I will go to the gym after. That is in my schedule. That's in my time. It might look different for you. You might go before. You might go during lunch. I don't really care. (laughs) I don't really care when you go, to be blunt. Just put it in your schedule beforehand. That was, it's a little bit easier when you're working full-time because your schedule is pretty much the same, but um, when I was in college, this was huge for me. Like, okay, Monday, I have a three hour gap in between classes. I'm going to go at this time on Mondays. Having it in your schedule and like written down will make it much more attainable to actually go and get it done, you know, rather than being like, ah, I'll go tomorrow. I don't know. And just not really being concrete about it. You know, and if you're struggling, get one of like they have so many like health and wellness journals that like you can mark stuff down. You can track how much water that you drank and stuff in a day. And if you're really struggling for me, it helps for me to check things off a list or to visually see things. So you can look into getting one of those. They have a ton on Amazon. It's I don't know. It might be like 10 bucks or so, but it's worth it if it's going to hold you accountable. Um, the last tip that I have for you, because I'm speaking pretty fast here and I'm throwing a lot out at you. If you do not know how to use a machine, don't just avoid it forever. There are diagrams on most machines that will show you how to perform them, but if you're really struggling, look at what brand it is, what the name is, and then search it up on YouTube. Every machine will have the name of the machine and the brand logo on it, even if they're different brands. We at Kingdom, we have Prime Fitness. If I'm looking at the leg extension, I'm like, how the heck do I use this? Or the pendulum squat. Instead of just avoiding it forever, you can go on YouTube, see how it's done. You don't have to do it in the gym. You could do it in the privacy of your own home, you know? Um, but it's better. It's, a, it's just we're lucky that these resources are here and it's a good way to overcome your fears and get things done rather than just avoid them because you're not going to you're not going to get anywhere avoiding things and you know that and I know that and oh, I'm getting on a I'm getting on a tangent here but that's it those are my massive major tips and of course as always I'm available for one-on-one online training even if you just need me for a month you just want to show me you just want me to show you the ropes a little bit it's worth it and I wish that I had done that in the beginning to monetarily invest in someone who could help you just for a little bit to get your feet on the ground running rather than try and figure it all out on your own sometimes, you know, especially when you're talking about gym stuff because you want to uh, prevent injuries. <laughs> Not to end on a scary note. You'll be, you'll be fine. Well, all right, guys, that pretty much wraps up the first episode of 2024. Make sure that you are following the podcast and that you give it a nice little rating and review. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Lifts with Liz. Follow me on YouTube at Lifts with Liz. And of course, follow the podcast on Instagram at Confessions of a Gym. Guys, tell me who you want to see on the podcast this year. 
people that inspire you, anyone that I can get on and make this a more engaging and interesting experience for you. Any questions that you guys have, I'm happy, happy, happy to answer. I love you all. You're doing a good thing for yourself by at least putting this on to listen to it. Go take my pieces of advice and come back next week with a health and fitness highlight that you're proud of.